Good Day Home for All podcast listeners. I'm Kelly Moss, your ACAR Communications Director, and I'm back here with some really, really exciting news. Today, we're launching a whole new series of mini podcasts that will be coming to you all summer long. Buckle your seatbelts for ACAR's all new Fast Lane Learning. This inaugural season of Fast Lane Learning is going to be awesome for those of you who don't always have time for our full-on 30-minute podcast, and for those of you who are looking for some really fast, really significant information about topics like code of ethics, education, professionalism, diversity, Article 9, and so, so much more. Our guests and subject matter experts for each of the Fast Lane Learning episodes are ACAR's Chair of Professional Standards, Jackie Casera of Howard Hanna Realty, and ACAR's Vice Chair of Professional Standards, Cindy Costelli of EXP Realty. Fast Lane Learning is going to be fast and wild, so buckle up and let's get going. ACAR's Fast Lane Learning is a weekly production where we will facilitate quick conversations about key topics in the business of real estate. This is an adult show, and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. It's time to buckle your seatbelts and get yourself prepared for some great real estate answers in a great short format. Welcome to Fast Lane Learning. So I'm back here with uh, Jackie Casera and Cindy Castelli for another episode of Fast Lane Learning. Today's topic is the crazy market and befuddled buyers. So let's jump right in. We all know that the market has been just crazy for sellers and buyers both. Uh, what is going on out there and what are you finding are the sticking points for buyers that are making them so frustrated? Cindy, do you want to start? Sure. Um, boy, it's a discouraging market out there for buyers. Um, they just... They need to be warned ahead of time that it's frustrating out there and that they have to be patient. And I always tell my buyers, you have to maintain your sense of humor because they could be making five, six, seven offers on properties before one sticks. Wow. So it requires patience for sure. That's a lot. It's not just going to you know fall in your lap, I guess, right? Absolutely. So. Do you have uh, anything additional to add to that, Jack? I do. I, uh, Terry Watson, who's one of my favorite trainers, always talks about the driveway mirror and that if we could help people see around what's coming around the corner, yeah. it's really useful. And I think that that we really need to keep that in mind with buyers, especially first-time buyers who are working with first-time agents. You know, And so it, everybody's new to the craziness of what this market is involves, it's a little bit different when you're dealing with people who've had more experience, either as an agent or as a buyer. But even the the seasoned agents in the marketplace really have never dealt with this particular market before. So it's new to all of us. And I think that just being kind and patient and helping people see what the patterns have been, you know, in this particular market and what we might be looking toward. And exactly as Cindy said, you may be making offers that are not accepted in the first round. You need to be braced for that, you know, so just helping them prep. Lots of, lots of, of just, you know, meditation and calming mm -hmm. and kindness. <laughs> and, kindness. Yeah. And, and don't you find too, Jackie, that, that often we're counselors as well as yes. realtors. Yes, <laughs> I know. think we hang many shingles yeah. in the course of our yeah, jobs. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me to hear hear you say that because I would I would say that's a very accurate statement. <laughs> so how can agents adjust what they do like on the day to day to help clients be more be more at ease and and be better prepared for the adventure that is real estate these days? 
I think that if they start with the basics of the contract, whatever their their brokerage contract involves, and really insist on going through it with them because if they're going to be making an offer, they have to understand what the terms and conditions are. And then is there an escalation clause? Is there something specific to how inspections will be handled? Something specific to filling an appraisal gap? You know, that if we can cover the process with the buyers so that everybody goes into it feeling somewhat prepared and armed, sure. you know, for what they're going to be involved with. Um, I think that's probably the most helpful beginning. And then if they do have to go on to a second offer or a third or a seventh, at least they have an idea of what it's going to involve every time. You know, Right. Absolutely. I agree. I, I think that um, the more prepared they can be and familiar with the process, um, and we also need to ask them what's important to you. Right. right. What are things that are your um, non-negotiables? What are the things that make you nervous entering this process? Besides all of it. Besides all right. of it. Exactly. Exactly. And and really listen to your clients because it's a nerve-wracking time for sellers and buyers out there. And agents. And yeah. agents. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yep. I think I think we all need you know some some relaxation and some you know, little meditation. Zen. But yeah, zen. exactly. A little zen. So those are all great points. Um, so how would you address the the crazy market from the perspective of a seller then? Because we're, we're talking about buyers and and I know a couple minutes before we came in to start, we were talking about, you know, maybe even even something as simple as pricing strategy now right. for, for a seller. So right. how would you address it from the seller's perspective then? It, it's so important where you position your home on the market. Um, you, you really want to go in with your eyes wide open. Um they need to understand that if they where they price it, buyers will be overpaying. There's going to be hopefully bidding wars. That's what everyone wants is many sure. offers coming in. So if a if a home um, is listed at two hundred thousand, um, it probably is going to be selling for maybe two thirty, two thirty five. You're hoping. Right. Um, so you have to price it somewhere under where you're thinking it's going to end up, so that there's that buffer for buyers making offers because they're the ones qualified for the home. Sure. Um, but you definitely, you know, you need to go over all of the um, statistics, what's happening with sellers, so they understand that. And also to know that, um, you know, the market's changing daily with the rates. I mean, every day it's changing. And um, sometimes where you price it changes based on that. Sure. And every one of those changes has an impact on both buyers and sellers. And what we found is that it really is the fast lane. It's the fast lane, not just for us, but for buyers, sellers, everybody in mortgage, everybody in title, you know, and, and I think that the consumer tends to be three to six months behind in what their observations are. So right now we're still seeing sellers who really think that they're going to get 12 offers where they might get three, you know, and so as the market's changing kind of dramatically, but also incrementally, you know, it's changing from hour to hour, let alone week to week. Sure. And I think that they have expectations based on what their neighbor did and received months ago. Right. You know, and so so I think that we have to kind of guide them and help them with understanding that, yeah, not so much anymore. It's not, yeah. you know, it's it's moving. And it's going to continue to change. Right. You know, de depending on how the economy goes. Absolutely. So. And there's consequences, too, um, as well, that if they don't take the advice and they overprice their home and they end up having to lower the price, it, 
buyers immediately think that if a home is on the market for more than a few days or a week, that there's a problem with it. Right. And then right. if you add a price reduction to that mix, all of a sudden a property becomes a little stigmatized that, right. oh, what's wrong right. with that house? So it, it is very important. Wow. And you know, some of that's our own doing. Absolutely. Because I think that what we've done in our industry is to do a whole lot of social media and a whole lot of conversation about sold in one day, you know, yeah. and I don't know that that's really doing anybody, including us, any favors, sure. because I think our job really is to help everybody understand that we help consumers navigate the complex real estate, real estate transaction and sold in one day doesn't reflect that. You know, we may be lucky enough to get it sold in one day and then it may fail, you know, and so sure. it's just and but but leaving that as the impression on your Facebook page, not really a good idea, you know, especially now as the market is shifting. Right. Absolutely. Well, we've reached our destination and that's it for today. I want to thank Cindy and Jackie for their insight and input for today's episode. Please be sure to join us next week for the next Fast Lane Learning installment. And until then, drive safely and keep your learning in the Fast Lane.